everyone, welcome back to our online youth service and we are so excited kasi we're gonna start a new series starting this week. This week and for the following four weeks, the series right now is called From the Inside wherein we're gonna talk about church community or church itself. And maybe for some of you, no, uh, actually, naririnig nyo na to, madalas namin tong sinasabi, whether sa youth service natin, or sa life group natin, or even siguro, no, for some of you, yung mga in, nag-invite sa inyo dito, you, you guys are uh, talking about this, church community. Or maybe para sa iba dito na nag attend ng YS natin, o first time mag-attend ng YS natin, maybe some of you are saying, hala, church pala to. Yes, our youth service is a church as well. But again, for uh, uh, on the other hand, meron din naman sa inyo dito na who have been joining us in our youth services. Not only that, but also part of our local church, Victory Green Hills. Maybe for some of you, dito na nga kayo lumaki sa atin, sa, sa church natin. And you know what? Uh, as, I, as I said that, um, marami sa atin dito, iba-iba na rin talaga tayo ng mindset when it comes to church. Or maybe for some of you, whether bago ka or matagal ka na, maybe for some of you, may mga thoughts din kayo or questions about uh, what a church really looks like or ano bang meron sa church. Or uh, maybe for some of you, meron kayong mga expectations about the church. And that's what we are going to address in this series from the inside. And for the next four weeks, we're going to look at the book of Acts, which is the early church in the Bible. So, I remember, no, a quick story lang. I remember my very first time that I attended the youth service, okay? So, yung, during the time, dahil wala namang pandemic, so it's a physical youth service. It's face-to-face. Naalala ko, no, um... Uh, nung pagpasok ko dun sa youth service na yon, hindi ko rin alam what to expect. But I can still vividly remember ko ano yung mga nangyari. So pagpasok ko, may nag-welcome, na-asher, uh, na-studyante, nag-hi sa akin, nangamusta sa akin, kinausap ako. During the service, ganun din, yung during the prayer time, may nag-pray sa akin, may nangamusta sa akin. And even after the service, can you imagine, anong sasabihin ko? May nag kausap pa rin sa akin. May kumausap pa rin sa akin. May nangamusta pa rin sa akin. Someone took the time to know uh, kung saan ako nag-aaral, kung anong course ko. And so, what I'm trying to say is this. It was all new to me. Kasi sanay ako eh. Before uh, I would attend uh, a church or nagsisimba ako, yung tipong labas lang, uh, makinig ka sa misa, tas, tapos na. Labas ka na ng simbahan, tas go on, on your day na or on your week. Tapos, another Sunday, ah, simba ka ulit. So, it was all new to me na may lumapit na tao, may nakipagkilala, may nangamusta, even may nagpray para sa akin. Sabi ko, wow, napaka-friendly naman ng mga tao dito. And I hope, no, uh, especially even in our youth services, uh, kahit na nag-transition tayo for uh, church online or online youth service natin since na nag-start yung pandemic, I hope you still feel that. Na yung, yung friendship lang or genuinity lang ng mga tao or even from your coaches, us wanting to really build relationship with all of you. Why? Because that is what the church is all about. Church is not the building, but the people who love and follow Jesus Christ. 
church is not the building, but it's the people of God. And maybe for some of you, again, uh, na yung mga lumaki na sa church, your parents became, uh, your parents' friends. Okay, sino dito may ganun, no? Yung friends ng mga parents nyo dito sa church, yun yung mga naging ninong or ninang nyo, or yung mga... Uh, anak din nung friends ng uh, ng parents nyo became your best friend or mga kabarkada nyo or maybe for some of you pareho pareho kayo ng school why again it's because church is not the building but it's the people who journey life together wow speaking of life no and i know all of us are aware of this alam naman natin na ang buhay natin hindi perfect right what do i mean by that Hindi palaging masaya, hindi palaging okay. The reality of life is may mga pinagdadaan ng tayo mga problema. May mga challenges. And you know what? It's very much the same with church. Being the church of the people of God or the people of God doesn't mean that we are exempted to hardships and difficulties. Let me repeat that again. Being the church or the people of God doesn't mean that we are exempted to hardships and difficulties. So today, that's what we're going to look at in the Bible. Uh, I'm going to read from Acts chapter 8, verses 1 to 8, and I'm reading from NLT version. Sabi dito, Saul was one of the witnesses, and he agreed completely with the killing of Stephen. A great wave of persecution began that day, sweeping over the church in Jerusalem, and all the believers, except the apostles, were scattered through the regions of Judea and Samaria. Some devout men came and, uh, and buried Stephen with great mourning, but Saul was going everywhere to destroy the church. He went from house to house, dragging out both men and women to throw them into prison. Now, just a quick context dun sa uh, first two verses na binasa natin ng chapter 8. Before this great persecution na nabasa natin kanina, ang nangyari doon is that one of the uh, believers, si Stephen, was stoned to death. Okay? Uh, Stephen, who has been preaching the gospel to many people, he was stoned to death. And sabi dun sa verse 1 na binasa natin, si Saul was one of those uh, people who agreed completely sa ginawa kay Stephen. Now, si Saul na binabanggit dito is uh, later on became Paul of the Bible or Apostle Paul. So during this time in Acts chapter 8, he was one of the persecutors of the Christians during this time. Hindi niya pa na-encounter si Lord. Now, that's a different story but I just want to share that. So, ang nangyayari, there was great persecution in the church. In fact, when I was studying Acts chapter 8, ito daw yung first time na ang persecution hindi na lang sa apostles, hindi na lang sa mga nagpi-preach ng gospel or sa nagti-teach about the word of God, but right now even all the believers, okay, all the part of the church kasi naggo-grow na yung church during the time because they have been receiving uh, the salvation of Jesus Christ. So this was one of the uh, the first great persecution Na, na experience ng church. Not only persecution, but even threatened with violence. Worse, some of them are put, were put into death. 
Imagine, no, it was very clear dun sa verses na binasa natin kanina. Inaatake yung mga bahay-bahay. Parang nire-raid nila, kumbaga, if you could imagine already. And then, uh, tatanungin nila, Kristiyano ka ba? Are you a follower of Jesus Christ? And then, uh, the, the persecutors will, uh, threw them into prison. Imagine nyo na lang kung ano yung nararamdaman ng church during that time. Most probably, they were in fear, they were in distress, they are very uh, feeling anxious. Okay, baka nga yung iba nagda-doubt na rin. Ako, akala ko ba pag naniwala kay Jesus Christ, dapat ganito na yung buhay na meron tayo. But they were experiencing the opposite during that time. Not only that, they are facing death, literally. Imagine, if you are part of the early church, yung hindi ka makatulog sa gabi ng maayos kasi nga baka may mag-grade ng bahay nyo and then uh, they're gonna persecute you. It was one of the most difficult times in the life of church. You know what? Uh, generally, I would hear this, no? Uh, especially yung bagong kresyano ko and yung nagbabasa na ako ng Bible. Sabi nga nila, actually, hindi natin compare yung persecution noon, nung early church, compared sa persecutions na nararanasan natin ngayon. Uh, the most um, common would be, mas grabe yung persecution during the time kasi physically talaga, pag nalamang krisyano ka, ipapapatay ka, ipapakulong ka, and all. Now, I'm not here to belittle yung mga difficulties na nararanasan natin ngayon compared to uh, the early church. But what I'm trying to say is this, whether it's the same persecution during the early church or yung time natin or hindi, the reality is we both are, uh, both times, okay, are experiencing difficulties, trials, or challenges. Iba lang talaga ng itsura. And that's what we're gonna talk about today. What happened in the early church when they were experiencing those difficulties? Ano kaya naging response nila? Okay, what can we learn from them and how can we also apply it in our time today? And here's the first thing that I want all of us to learn. That difficulties in the life of church is inevitable. Okay, hindi natin to maiiwasan. It's part of uh, our life as Christians. The early church, in fact, they knew that what they're getting themselves into. Alam nila kung ano yung pinapasok nila. It was not a surprise for them that they will be persecuted, uh, may mga difficulties or challenges silang pagdadaanan. They were in the church, listen to this, they were part of the church not because of a fancy building, not because of the nice setup, lights, you know. Kasi ngayon, no, sa time natin, especially for us young people, no, very important para sa atin yung aesthetic, the, the color, the setup, and all. I know, wala namang masama din doon. No? We want to be excellent and we want, um, uh, alam mo yun, yung maganda visually din kahit papano. But you know what? During the time of the early church, that was not the reason why they are part of the church. That's, what, that's not the primary reason kung bakit sila naniwala kay Lord. Because the primary reason is the person that they are following. Who is that person? It's Jesus Christ himself. It was not the external physical things that they can see in the church, but it's the person that they are following. Because Jesus, okay, the Lord and our Savior, he himself 
told this to the disciples during that time that uh, kung ano yung life na meron sila dahil nagpa-follow sila kay Jesus or naniniwala sila kay Jesus. Sabi ni Jesus in uh, one verses in the Bible na there will really be people, they will hate you because of me. They will reject you because of me. Right? Hindi na sila nagulat yung mga disciples or the church during that time, hindi na sila nagulat sa mga pinagdadaanan nila. I'm not saying that it was easy na parang shinrug off lang nila. No. They know that it was difficult. They know that they will uh, suffer. They know that difficulties are inevitable. Now, I want to talk a bit about this. Um, difficulties, challenges. In fact, the other word for it would be suffering. Okay? I believe we have, we all have a different picture pag pinag-uusapan natin to. Suffering, challenges, difficulties. Especially in our time today. Ito nga yung sinasabi ko kanina, no, na totoo, totoo naman na we cannot compare yung persecution during the time of the early church and the time uh, or the persecution or challenges that we are experiencing today. Because to be honest, in our time today, difficulties have a different picture, especially to all of us, the young people, especially to you guys, the students nowadays. What are some of the things that you have been sharing to all of us or the things that we have been observing na difficulties para sa inyo? Your mental health, right? Your well-being, um, emotional challenges, some of uh, abuses also physical or emotionally, financial difficulties, failing grades, um, overwork or overwhelmed with uh, so much requirements for your academics, loss of a loved one, lack of social interaction na face-to-face or yung uh, difficulty to build friendship or to trust someone. These are some of the things. I know there's still a lot of things no, na mga pinagdadaanan that you guys consider as difficulties or challenge para sa buhay nyo. You know what? Just to be honest, I think this is my most used phrase nowadays, especially when I talk to students to, or talk to some of you. Usually, ang reply ko ganito, you know what? Totoo, ang hirap talaga. Yan yun usually yung phrase or reply ko or kapag kausap ko in phone or video chat. Alam mo, sa totoo lang, ang hirap talaga. Minsan may kasama pa yan na hu-hu or highs, right? I'm not, you know, I, I still use the word, okay lang yan, kaya natin yan. I still use that. But what I'm trying to say is that it's also just us being honest and acknowledging na ang hirap talaga ng mga pinagdadaanan natin. And we cannot sugarcoat it. You know, personally, I've been through a lot of difficulties also just this year. And not to mention, no, and I don't, I don't need to share this, but even your coaches also, if you, maybe some of you, no, nakaka-heart-to-heart nyo rin yung mga coaches nyo, kamustayin nyo rin sila and you'll be surprised or maybe some of you, you'll, you'll be shocked also na, ate or kuya, naranasan mo din pala yan or may pinagdadaanan ka rin pala. Yes! All of us, we are going through tough times. But here's the thing about difficulties, sufferings, or challenges. May extremes kasi yan eh. And these are the two extremes that I want to share to all of you. The one extreme is this. Ayoko niyan. Ayoko ng suffering. Ayoko ng difficulty. Di ba dapat pag may relationship ka na kay Jesus, dapat okay na lahat. Kaya ka nga may relationship eh. Kaya nga powerful si God eh. Dapat kaya niyang tanggalin lahat ng problema na 
pinagdadaanan natin or dapat hindi niya hahayaan na I'll go through this suffering. Now, that's not true. <laughs> it's, that's not biblical in the first place. Why? John 16:33 pa lang sabi ni Lord doon, in this world you will have trouble. Even in the uh, the time of Jesus when he talked to the disciples, sinabi niya yun. Uh, he was honest to them that this is the life that you will live. So that's the one extreme. The next extreme is this. Bawal maging masaya. Bawal maging komportable. Yung nagigilty ka na, bakit parang okay ako? Bakit uh, dapat hindi ako okay? Kasi yung iba nagsasuffer. Yung may guilt feeling ka, uh, di ba? or may pride ka na, hindi, dapat hindi tayo ganito kasi we are called to suffer for the Lord. Now, that's another extreme. Okay? Example, no? uh, nagla-life group kayo, Tapos, yung iba ang nasi-share nila, grabe yung pinagdadaalan nila sa family, sa academics nila, sa mental health nila. Tapos, ikaw, okay ka. <laughs> okay ka eh. Parang gano'n parang wala talaga ako masyadong pinagdadaanan. Tapos, guilty na guilty ka. Huwag ka mag-guilty. It's okay. Alright? Because we don't want that extreme as well. Okay? We have to avoid those two extremes. Because what the Lord wants for us, okay, uh, especially, okay, let me just uh, clear this up also. So, kung okay ka compared to other people, okay lang yun, don't feel bad. Enjoy mo yung season na yun that God has given you the grace na uh, everything is going well right now. So, okay lang yun. But let's avoid those two extremes. Instead, here's my proposal for all of us. Instead, let us know and embrace that as believer, as a church, as a people of God, we will really be experiencing times of difficulties and sufferings. Uh, I would say, no, wag na tayong magulat kung may mga challenges na tayong pagdadaanan along the way. And ang maganda naman doon, it's not always naman na nandun ka lang sa difficulty or challenges na yun kasi minsan kailangan lang talaga nating pagdaanan. Minsan talaga God would allow that for many reasons. Okay, that uh, God would allow those difficulties to come into our lives. But here's the good news. And here's the dif- big difference uh, compared to those two extremes. As we embrace, okay, and know that there will really be times na mag-challenge tayo, magsasuffer tayo, or difficulties in our lives, the good news is this. We have hope in Jesus. We have hope in Him, our hope is anchored in Jesus. Hope that we can overcome whatever we are facing today in your situation or the difficult situations that will come into your life along the way. We have hope that we can overcome those things. Not only that, we can also have hope for eternity. Eternity. Eternal life na hindi natatapos ang buhay natin dito sa mundo. Na yes, probably you are in a very difficult situation right now. And maybe for some of us, uh, for many years na that you've been praying for a big breakthrough for this, minsan, no, hindi talaga natin ma-witness. Wait, there are people that I know na hindi nila na-witness talaga. Even in the Bible, actually, uh, if you would read Hebrews 11, the, the people of faith, uh, many of them, they were not really able to witness yung breakthrough or yung promise na 
pina, pinakahihintay nila and yet they were full of hope while they were still living here on earth. Why? Because they have hope for eternity as well. We have to understand this, guys. Minsan kasi masyados tayong stuck or preoccupied na akala natin yung buhay natin dito lang sa mundo. Yes, God has gifted us to live here on earth, but also remember, we are not meant to be here. We are meant to live for God for eternity. Wow. And that's for the believers of Jesus Christ. And you know what? That, I believe, is what the early church has. Kaya iba yung response nila during those times that they were um, experiencing difficulties and persecution even to the point of death. Why? Because the church anchors their hope in Jesus Christ. Not on themselves, not on the things that they have, not on the uh, connections that they have, not on their uh, whatever, okay? But their hope is anchored in Jesus Christ. You see, that's the beauty of church. Minsan, as an individual, madali tayong mawalan ng hope eh. Tama ba? Na-experience nyo ba yun? Di ba parang may relationship ka naman kay Jesus, may part ka naman ng life group, nakakapag-attend ka ng service, nakakarinig ka ng mga encouraging messages or preaching. Pero meron lang talagang time sa buhay natin na parang nawawalan din tayo ng hope. Nawawalan tayo ng pag-asa. Especially when it comes na sobrang overwhelming yung mga nangyayari sa buhay mo. Yung patong-patong na. And you know what? Again, that's the beauty of the church. That's the beauty of being surrounded with the people of God. Kasi if one is experiencing ayun nga, um, difficulties or challenges, we can alam mo yun, encourage one another, we can help each other, we can pull each other up para makabalik tayo kay God or para matulungan tayo to go through that difficult situation. May nangangamusta sa'yo, out of nowhere, biglang may tatawag sa'yo, may nag-text sa'yo, kahit na some of you, sinisinzo nyo lang kami or di nyo ino-open yung message namin. Okay lang talaga. Pero again, that's the beauty of the church. You can never stop the church in, in doing this because this is uh, what God has called us to do, to be together, to fight together, suffer together. I remember sa, ano natin, no, sa Imahe series natin, naalala nyo ba yun yung sabi natin doon? Sige na, let's struggle together. Right? May struggle ka ngayon, may struggle ako ngayon. Let's, let's build each other up sa word ni God. Pangawakan natin salita ng Panginoon until that day that will come, that we'll be able to uh, have our breakthrough in this area of our life. Wow! I believe that's a beautiful picture. Hindi perfect yung buhay natin and yet we are helping each other up para mas uh, makawalk tayo, makalakad tayo, mas ma-strengthen tayo with our walk with God. What happened next? Verse 4, But the believers who were scattered preached the good news about Jesus wherever they went. Verse 5, Philip, for example, went to the city of Samaria and told the people there about the Messiah. Crowds listened intently to Philip because they were eager to hear his message and see the miraculous signs he did. Many evil spirits, look at this, were cast out, seeming, screaming as they left their victims. Many who had been paralyzed or lame were healed, so there was great joy in that city. You know what? Ang ganda ng 
itong verses na to na binasa natin kanina, persecution, difficulties, yung narinig natin. And so, it forces the early church to be scattered during that time. Kaso nung na-scattered sila, something happened. Okay? They started preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. In fact, sabi sa verse na nabasa na, ang daming na-cast out na mga demons, na-set free na mga tao, ang daming naniwala kay Lord, and ang daming na-heal na mga sick. You know, one theologian said, yung word na-scattered can mean two things. The first meaning could be to disappear. Pag na-scatter, di ba, especially the persecute sila, scatter, magtatago. They will be hidden. But the meaning for this verse na nabasa natin, the word scattered means this. It's like planting or sowing seeds. Ano ibig sabihin nun? When the early church was persecuted, in the times kung kailan pa sila nahihirapan, was also the time when the Lord planted them in different places so that the word of God will spread, so that many people will be set free, so that many people will be healed and be saved. Wow! I want to show to you guys this illustration that I did. No, uh, It will be shown in your screen. Parang ganito yung nangyari. Na-persecute sila, nahihirapan sila, na-scatter sila, na-force sila ma-scatter kasi nga, Inahanap sila eh, hinahabol sila. But when they were scattered, they proclaimed the gospel, they demonstrated the gospel, and there was healing, there was salvation, and there was joy in the city. Now, logically speaking, this doesn't make sense. Tama ba? This doesn't make sense. Di ba pag nahihirapan, dapat grabe, nadadrag yung sarili mo, walang fruto, walang resulto, difficulties nga eh, challenges nga eh. And yet, the Word of God is telling us when there was so much persecution and difficulties, that was actually the time when God encountered the people and God empowered, the Holy Spirit empowered the church to spread the Word of God, to heal the sick, to... to um. Uh, to bring joy in that city that they were in. Question, could it be that our time of difficulties and sufferings can also be the time of our breakthroughs and fruitfulness? Let me repeat that. Could it be na yung time natin, maybe for some of you currently, you are in that situation of suffering, of difficulty, could it be that your situation right now is also the time for your breakthrough and your fruitfulness? Wow! In the life of the early church, that's what happened. And I believe it will also be the same in our time today. You see, many times this is what we're, we're hearing right now. And maybe some of you, narinig nyo na to, no? And this is really heartbreaking. Minsan maririnig natin, nako, ngayon yung mga kabataan, kawawa naman. Daming walang direksyon, daming nawawalan ng motivation kasi pandemic, tapos nasa online pa rin. Or ako, narinig ko na to, no? nakakatakot, baka wala silang alam. Paano, paano na lang pag nagtrabaho na sila sa future? What can they contribute? Eh, all they've experienced is being in online class. Or some would say, it's so difficult to understand the young people right now. Di mo maintindihan kung anong gusto nila, masyadong mga sensitive. 
Kawawa sila kapag ganyan. Hey, what else? Or eto no, probably, sus, pa-church-church ka pa, pa-YS-YS ka pa, pero wala naman nagbabago sa'yo. Or the stereotypes among Christians, kayong mga Kristiyano, ganito kayo. Kayong mga Kristiyano, um, uh, may partiality kayo, mga ganitong tao lang yung tinatanggap nyo. Now, all those things, it could be a form of persecution, it could be a form of difficulty, it could be a form of challenge unto the church, not just us individually, but as a whole, as a church. You know, I can go on and tell more whether church difficulties or our individual difficulties, but what have you noticed? What have you noticed? What we can notice is this, whether it's a challenge individually or as a church, corporately, just like in the time of the early church, the church did not quit. The church did not quit. They did not quit on Jesus. They did not quit on the mission of God. They did not quit on preaching the gospel of God and being used by God. And actually, we're going to talk more about that on the fourth week. But in these passages that we've read, hindi ko to gawa-gawa, guys, no? Andito, andun talaga siya sa Bible. In our logical mind, again, it won't make sense, but it's in the Bible. It's the power of God moving in the lives of the church. The church did not quit on Jesus because may pinagdadaan ng problema. The church did not quit on the mission of God. What was the result? There was so much joy in the city. The result or the impact was beyond the individual was beyond the church. The impact even was extended to the city, even to the lives of other people. God encountered them, and God encountered the people around them. I want to end with this. I want to ask you these questions. Are you suffering right now? Are there difficulties that you are experiencing right now? May mga pinagdadaanan ka. Here's the thing, don't go through it alone. Wag mong sarilinin. You have us, you have the church, you have your friends here. Sana may mga nakilala ka na dito. If wala pa, please let us know. Let's go through this together. Don't go through it alone. Another thing, are you suffering right now? To the point you're almost giving up? Don't give up on Jesus because He is not giving up on you. He is not giving up on you. Let's anchor our hope in Him together as a church. Your greatest challenges can also bring about your greatest breakthroughs. Wag mong takbuhan yung difficulties. Wag mong takbuhan yung challenges. At wag mong pagdaanan ng mag-isa ka lang. As a church, God has called us to go through it together and even to hope for victory together. Let's pray right now and I pray for all of us. Lord, maraming salamat for your word for us. Lord, thank you. I pray God na ang bawat isa sa amin, Lord, will really make that decision to be part of a church, Lord, to be part of a community, to be part of a 
people of God, Lord, first and foremost, by having a relationship with you, O Lord, and building, being intentional in building relationship, Lord God, among the church. Lord, I also pray. Now, this is a personal prayer that I want to pray for all of us. Lord, I pray that we'll be able to overcome this pandemic, Lord. I pray na darating na yung araw na hindi hintay namin, Panginoon, na we can see each other again face to face, Lord God. Especially our students, we long to see each other face to face, hindi lang sa Zoom, hindi lang sa Google Meet. That Lord, we are praying together as a church right now, believing, Lord, na darating yung time na we can already worship together, we can already um, hug each other once again, counsel each other, teach each other the word of God, and go through life together. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.